When you're finding your voice, nothing else matters. No doubts, no insecurities, and no fears will interfere with that voice. There's no waiting for the perfect moment, and you certainly don't need anyone's permission. You are the voice. This podcast is a safe space for creatives and entrepreneurs to be themselves. I will help you get out of your head so that you can break up with your fears and get into your passion. With that being said, I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to find your voice. Hashtag be the voice. Today, we have an artist who is from New Orleans. He grew up in the 17th Ward in a neighborhood called Holy Grove. He's 33 years old, but he's been rapping since the age of 12 years old. He's been sharing his music now for two years, and he's a part of a group called NHPH. You can find his music on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. It is my pleasure to introduce Flex the Great One. Episode 11, What Makes a Real MC? Hello, hello. How you doing today, Flex? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful and just really excited about our time together today. Me too. Look, I've been looking forward to this all week. (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy. And so I just want to really just, you know, really start out by just hearing how you got started on this creative journey. I love actually talking to people from New Orleans. I love the accent. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, so we're gonna have a little fun with that later, but before we get there, just tell me how you started on this creative journey as an artist. Um, Actually just loving music. Um, You know, like elementary school shit, we used to just beat on the desk busting rhymes, you know, so mm-hmm. it was always trying to have a rhyme here and there, you know, and then we used to be capping on each other, ripping, you know, so that was our way of having fun as kids growing up. Then as right. I got older, just like a lot of my homies was, was doing it too, so, you know, kind of like, my words, just joined together and decided to see what we can make out of it, you know, I just love music, period, so yeah okay now when you say capping on each other now you know i'm i'm old school so do you mean like a freestyle battle nah like like we call it ribbon out here but i guess we call it roasting oh okay like joke making jokes yeah <laughs> like yeah, so we'll remix some we'll remix old songs you know like like from local artists or maybe like a popular song and we'll use it as a way of you know ribbon you know, roasting, you know. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. You know, we have listeners from all age ranges, so we got to break it down so they know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow. So... So I, I want to talk to you about, you know, you, you've got some gems to drop on what a real MC is. So, oh, so yeah. talk to us about that. Oh, yeah. All right. So I, in my defense, my favorite artist, uh, my top three, Jay-Z, Lupe Fiasco, and Mace. Mm, okay. Okay. So 
when I say a real MC, I'm looking at first somebody who got that voice, you know, that characteristics of being the MC, you know, when, he, when you hear him on the mic, then secondly, can they tell a story? Not only can they tell a story, can they, can they tell an interesting story that rhymes? And then can they ride the beat? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my makeup of a real MC. You know what I'm saying? Like your flourish, your storytelling. You know you could rhyme all day, but but can you tell an interesting story? Like can you say something that went over my head real quick? I had to come back and listen to it like three, four times, like before mm-hmm. I actually got it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a real MC. Like somebody who got something to actually really say. A lot of times people ain't really saying too much on the tracks. Right, right. Well, that's an interesting point when you say um, storytelling. So do you feel as an MC that it's important to be able to relate to the lyrics that you write? When when you when you speak of storytelling, do you feel that these stories have to be real, actual experiences? No, not really. You know, like, you see, that's the difference between what I call trap rappers and real MCs, you know, like, real MCs, you know, it may not be your story that you're telling. Okay. It's a real story, you know what I'm saying? You know, when you got the trap rappers, you know, they feel like, you know, yeah, you're supposed to be living that life, but a lot of them ain't living that life. Right, right. It's just like, it's just like, come on, man, be real with yourself. You know, if you're an artist, you you could be creative. Give me a topic. I'm a rapper about it. It ain't got to be nothing I'm actually doing, you know? Right, right. You know, know? what do you think like really makes that story come together? Is it just a mixture of being able to be creative and take bits and pieces of other people's experiences and putting like your own voice into it? That's the whole thing. You know, like you want people to like your music. So you want to make your audience be relatable to what you're saying. So, you know, like I say, it may not be nothing I'm going through. But it may be something that you feel, and I'm gonna say it in a catchy way because you gonna feel it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we having fun and we enjoying ourselves. And when that song come on, you know that may be something you feel. You know. I and, love that. Yeah. So, tell me your full stage name. I've been calling you Flex. Are you okay with that? Is that what you go by, or is it the whole? Well, yeah, so uh, Flex is what my friends call me. Um, Flex the Great One. That's that's my stage name, but Flex is cool. Okay, okay, good deal. Well, I love that. How did you come up with that name? Uh, just, uh... <laughs> you're gonna laugh at th- you're gonna laugh at this one. So, all right, so me and my friends, we work out, well, we used to work out a lot, you know, I was always skinny, so <coughs> so before I even start working out, I take my shirt off and I'm all cut up, you know, just because I'm a slim guy and I got a nice build. So mm-hmm. working out, bulking me up a little bit, you know, and they just be like, man, you flex, you know, you flex. And they say, like, like, how you get your chest to be like that? How you get your abs to be like that? I'm just skinny, man. Like my dad's skinny, so you know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. So and then I did start working out, toning it up a little bit more, and, and it just stuck. In the place. Wow, gotcha. 
and you just stay with it. I love it. Well, I like it. It has a ring yeah. to it. It stands out. <laughs> Thank you. Now, do you rap alone or are you in a group? I'm in a group, uh, a group called NHPH Neighborhood Potheads. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But we each do our individual things. So, you know, we kind of like rap in a group and do our own thing as well. You know, so we're coming from the bottom. So we're trying to kick down that door. We're trying to go through the window. We're trying to go through the back door. You did. Right. <laughs> right. And we got to yeah. go through that small crack in the bathroom window, man. We, we sliding in the game that way too. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. So, you know, like we just, yeah, we're trying to do it. We, we ain't got no options. I saw some of your videos and I, I didn't know if those were like your friends or like your day ones or if those were if that was your actual group that's 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 my day ones and my actual group so you know so Smokey Rodison, uh that's my daughter uncle you know so I watched him grow up from like a kid being just like his big brother on some sense um my dude hype man pool he on my last video that i just dropped um today actually uh, last night i think it dropped last night uh, oh congratulations thank you thank you yeah it's called flex talk featuring hype man pool some uh me and hype man pool shit we've been friends since like 07 like we were roommates you know and stuff like that so like we always been kicking it we always kept it real one another uh the, the other guy, GB the Wireless, he, he up in the group as well. We've been knowing him for a long time. We just picked up on him like this, just networking and and rapping. So you know, like he wanted to be a part of some people who was doing what he was doing. You know, and that's the only way to really be successful is to run with people that's doing what you're doing. So you know, he just been keeping it real. You know, so he been running with us for a minute. Pablo. Pablo the Goon, that's uh, Smokey Riders and cousin. So you know they they family. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we try to keep it all close. You mm -hmm. know, people we can trust. Nice. Yeah, but we still work with any and everybody. You know, like we we ain't no no we ain't working with nobody. We working with everybody. You know. I love that you say that because not a lot of artists have that same mentality. <laughs> You know, you hear like keep it in the family and they just want to, you know, keep it all to their crew and they don't want to like branch out and collab with others. But I kind of like this approach, what you're saying. I feel like, you know, like you got to create your own lane, you know, like I don't mind surfing somebody else's wave. I ain't one of those people, you know, because you get something from somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So, but if you're looking for like people to like support you, you gotta make them want to support you. So mm -hmm. that's why I say you gotta like we're creating our own way. Like there's four of us in the group. We got a hype man, we got our own DJ. We we got our own promoters. I also work on my sisters, she a manager of my niece, my niece sell lip gloss, they doing big stuff. You know, so we all working with one another because my people gonna watch his people, his people gonna watch me. And it's just like we creating our own fan base. And, and that's making other people believe in us. You know, the people who watch and scroll by, now they watching and stopping and listening. You know what I'm saying? Like they actually paying attention now because we work and we show people that we want. And it's my family, his family, his friends. You know, we all, you know, that's how we building ourselves. Yes, 
And I, I did see the lip gloss brand in the store and thing. I love that you have that entrepreneurial side and you're so supportive, yeah. you know, of your family. I mean, that's that's what it takes. It takes yeah. a village. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And my little niece, 14, you know. And, Is she 14? Yeah, yeah, she 14. She 14, she make everything on her own, you know. Uh, it just got FDA approved, you know, because they're trying to get in the stores. You know, so I'm using the music to draw attention to what she's doing because when she do her pop-up shops, we do shows and it brings people to her shows, you know, and they bring awareness to what she's doing and as well as what we're doing. So it's working, you know, we work with a lot of other brands just just like that, you know, mm -hmm. like trying to get out there. Yeah, that's that's a major win. I mean... You're sewing into someone else's life. You're sewing into their gifts, their passion, their destiny, you know? And so that's that's going to come back to you. I love yeah, that you're real. doing that. Yeah, for real. God going to bless you for what you do for others about the kindness of your heart, too. So. Yes, I, and I see that. And I don't wow. just do it just for family. Like, I do it for anybody. Like, you get in my inbox, I'm going to answer. I'm going to work, you know? Like, I'm, like I want to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, and it, it ain't just for family. Like it, it's for anybody who won't work. You know, like I understand they got people that's that gonna do what they gonna do. But as a good person, you gonna always get kicked in the ass. So you know, they yes. don't stop you from being good because your blessings gonna be way more than what the people who hurt you gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned uh, the shows. Now you have a concert coming up. Yeah, we got a pop-up shop that we're doing third anniversary from um, Sassy A Cosmetics. Uh, September 25th is out here in New Orleans. It's a uh, headline PNC, uh, Brew Jude, Rockaby, uh, this nice chick called um, Monique Mack. Uh, of course, my group NHPH, yeah, so we all perform. And they're going to have a couple other performers going to be out there. About thirty vendors. In, in wow. There. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be lit. It'd be lit. Like it's like a little festival. We're trying to build our own little festival. We're gonna eventually, in the future, be as big as Essence Fest. Okay, you're gonna definitely cool. have to send me some info on that because I've never been to New Orleans. I just need a reason. Just you, you just gave me one. <laughs> Look, that's this, this a big reason. Like uh, PNC, uh, PNC Legends. Uh, they legend rap artists from from New Orleans. Uh, that was the first ones doing it. it, you know, like before you had uh, the cash monies, before you had, you know, the masterpiece, you, you know, before everybody knew who they was, we had PNC. Mm, yeah, wow. Partners in Crime, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you heard of Partners in Crime, but they gonna headline the show, you know, so we open it up for all that. This is all independently done with my group, like, my niece, like all our entertainment, everything we do, we're doing this together with our own budget. And it's That's free too. Beautiful. It's free too. All we ask you come out and support the um, come out and support the vendors. You know? Yes, yes. And so, as far as the vendors, do is there like a deadline for the vendors to participate, or are you do you already have the amount that you need? I don't deal with the vendor side. That'll be like my sister, so I'll have to talk to her. Okay. But, uh, is uh, the heiress? I know she has the bougie bundles. Is she gonna be out there representing? Yeah. So uh, 
I reached out to him. Uh, she said she was going to hit me back. You know, I know there's some busy girls, you know, they popping. So, mm-hmm. um, I still got time to reach out to them and see if they're going to be a part of what we got going on. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, I will mark my calendar. So, I couldn't have you on here and not talk about the food in New Orleans because I'm a foodie and I've just <laughs> been hearing that's where all the good food is. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look. We got some places out here that are blow your mind that'll blow your mind like they got some good food right? some good so food. i know crawfish is like that's what i hear everyone talking about is do you eat crawfish i eat crawfish but i'm not a big crawfish either oh you know, not the traditional way of like how i like like how most people might eat it like you know i eat crawfish tails you know, but I gotta have a taste for the crawfish, but the crawfish fire out here. You know, you gotta know where to go at as well. You know, don't get them from the restaurant. Go to like the uh, go to like the hood stores and get them like they fire. Oh, and what about gumbo? I know that's a given, right? Gumbo, they got different versions of gumbo. So you know, my opinion is you gotta know somebody to make homemade gumbo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not to knock what the restaurants do, but you know that's for the tourists. You know, by me being from from the waters, I'm gonna tell you where to get the real good stuff from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've had so many different versions of gumbo that I don't know, like what's authentic, what's not. I mean, I think I make some pretty good gumbo, but I've had so many different variations where the roux is more like a brown gravy. No, not really a brown gravy, but you, but. How you make your root? How you make your root? See, uh, you ain't about to put me out there. You be like, <laughs> well, well, look, I'm going to put myself out there, too, because you know, everybody feel like they make the best gumbo. So, well, well, I never confess to making the best gumbo, but I, I put a lot of seafood in it. I mean, I always try to find me a good base. I, so I cheat a little bit because, okay. you know, I don't have the authentic, you know, from scratch recipe. So I'll find a powder base. Um with of course your onions and all your seasonings and things okay, like that. Okay, like a Zatarain's. Oh, yeah, like so I know like, that's probably like those, those pretty good. So those pretty good. You could get away with that, you know. But if if you're gonna make your roux, you could do it with like the scrump heads. You know, you could boil your scrump heads. You know, you can make this from that. Um, that's like what my mom used to do. It. You know, she boiled the scrump heads, get the juice from the scrump heads, then she could oh. add the meat. Uh, celery, um, onion, bell pepper. You know you want to chop it up, real nice. Mm-hmm. You know gumbo fillet. It's this powder that you all buy from the stores. It's fire. It's it's what's gonna make your gumbo taste like a gumbo. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When you say the yeah. uh, the juice from the shrimp, I mean, I would think that would give it a fishy taste, but no, 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 no. You you just want the heads. You're gonna boil it in some water. You're gonna put the shrimp heads in it, and then you're gonna drain the shrimp heads because you you already putting the seafood in it. The most seafood you put in it, crab legs, shrimp, that make your gumbo taste like gumbo. Mm-hmm. You're right like about people, that. Like... like some people do the seafood. So some people do the the uh, the chicken and sausage gumbo. That's good too, but it's not like a seafood gumbo. It's different. Yeah, that's yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that ain't good.
Did I lose you again? Now these folks gonna have to stop calling Flex. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is that your phone again? Yeah, yeah, I blocked that person just for calling me. Oh my goodness, that phone is hot. Well, I I can't help but notice when we were talking about the gumbo, you you said scrimp. So this brings me into my next question. (laughs) (laughs) So do y'all just not see the S and H? Like, okay, so say it say it my way. Just try it. Okay. And I'm and I'm gonna say it your way. So Okay. Okay, you say scrimp, right? I guess I don't hear it, but you hear it. <laughs> okay, now say <laughs> shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> it's like your your tongue just won't make it. It just won't make that sound, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, love you it. Hear it. I said, I mean, but you hear it. I don't hear it. You like don't, I can correct really? it a lot. Like they got some people out here that that's that's from New Orleans and they don't they don't say it like that. But I don't hear it. So it's like, a <laughs> it's like a difference. Like, you know, like I hear your accent. And and like, to me, I just think everybody else to sound proper. You know, really? I try my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's how that's how the world sounds to us. Because I always wondered that. Because I'm from the yeah. Midwest. And so right. we actually pronounce some of our words the same. So like, like you could be from New York and be straight out the hood, you still sound proper to me. Oh wow, I never thought about it that way. You know, so that's why I say like I don't hear what I'm saying, but I hear y'all. So, so I guess that's the way accent works sometimes. I guess so. Yeah. So like, so I'm from I'm from Gary, Indiana. That's near Chicago. Word, so, word, word. I just I just came from Chicago not too long ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like so car, but we would say ka or store, we would say sto. That's how they would say it in Chicago or Gary, right? Okay, well, that's that... what I said. I say sto. Yeah, sto. So yeah. there's some similarities. Yeah, go to the store. <laughs> well look, see, that's why Chicago, a lot of Chicago people out here in New Orleans. You know, like we got a lot of love for Chicago. So Uh-huh. But yeah. now when we talking about food, it's like a whole different language. So I have some vocabulary words here. Now, being a voiceover artist, I am challenged to try to get this <laughs> New Orleans accent down. I got you. <laughs> so I need you to help me out. I think you can tutor me with this and help me. All right, I'm gonna try it though, but <laughs> I'm gonna try So we talking about food, okay? So okay. let's pretend there's a, there's a, a, a seafood boil this weekend. Okay. And uh, so you're going to invite me to the seafood boil. How would you say seafood boil? Because that's how I would say it, boil. Now, how do you say it? I'm going to say, look, they got the seafood boil coming up. You know, you know we're boiling coffee, we're boiling scrum. You know, that's how I'm going to say it. Okay. Now, what <laughs> I if I really want to say the crawfish, is it is it mouth-watering? Now, you say mouth-watering. Mouth watering? No, I don't think we would say mouth watering. <laughs> okay, how do you say water? Water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Did I do yeah, it? Water. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, might go put the water in the sink, you know. So it's yeah. more like not W-A-T-E-R. Let's pretend it's like W-A-W-D-A, water. Yeah, almost like how you would spell Walter name, but water. Okay. Yeah, water. 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 With an A on the end. I guess we don't pronounce the R and I said you just made you just brought that to my mind. I ain't never knew that. See? Not, okay. If we're not pronouncing the R, the R does make an A sound when we say it. Okay. And even like okay. But you know what? A lot of people don't say R out here. We say R. They aura. don't. No, we say R. And look, I just got corrected. Look, my wife corrected me. Let's like, see the reason why I stopped saying R. Really? I, I used to say R. Oh my goodness, that's too yes. funny. Yeah, so now I don't say R no more. I say R. So that's why I say they got some people who talk problem, but you know, I guess I'm out the hood, so R is what I heard all my life. <laughs> yeah, R is, and even the word. Okay, so how do you say Saturday? Saturday. See, I don't hear not an R. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday. So yeah. you just gonna so, totally dismiss that R in that word. It's just Saturday. Yeah, because we pronounce it R anyway, so. Saturday. Okay, so, all right. So I'm about to just use this based <laughs> on what you've just shared with me. Yeah, I'm gonna... yeah so just leave the R out. Okay, yeah, so, so like I'm gonna my... tell you So like about... I'm gonna say something, my real name, Arthur. But Arthur. See, but it's Arthur. Right. Arthur. And look, my grandmother used to call me. She used to say, Arthur. Arthur, come over here, Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how the old, the older folks would say it like that. Arthur. Come here, Arthur. You know. Okay. Well, I'm going to need know, you to so... grade me. Okay. I'm about to, I'm about to say a whole sentence. I'm going to tell you about this seafood boil that I'm going to go to this weekend. I'm going to invite you. Now, I need you to give me a grade afterwards. And you can be hard on me. It's okay. I got to get good at this. Okay, green based on. Yeah, I'm a. I'm gonna invite you somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna say it how you say it. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna say it the the New Orleans way. Okay. Okay. Arthur, Saturday, I'm gonna go to this seafood burr, and we're gonna go to the store, and we're gonna get some water too. You heard me, baby. Okay, so (laughs) okay, so. Why you still having an accent? You sound like you from the outskirts of New Orleans, like okay. Because the New Orleans, yeah, because New Orleans the only city that has that accent. You got ah. cities, you got cities five minutes away, but that's what you sound like. You sound like you may be from like Slidell, or maybe from the West Bank. From the West Bank. Okay, I just want to yeah, be so close. You'll be I want to be say, in the vicinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll be able to say, yeah, I'm from Louisiana, but you ain't gonna be able to say you're from New Orleans. I ain't gonna be okay. I, why do yeah, you because work? we don't say burl, we say ball. Burl, okay. Yeah, because you yeah, because you're putting the R in. Because I'm putting the R, but yeah, we I can't even R. say it. I can only say it <laughs> boil, but yeah. I can't even do it that way. Yeah, the only time we put an R in it is when we say Earl. Oh, and what we're really trying to say is oil. Right. <laughs> but oh, my I, don't, goodness. I don't get it. I don't get it when I'm talking, but I get it when people be trying to correct me. I'll be like, yeah, I know that's how I go, but stop trying to correct me. 
<laughs> well, let's settle yeah. this now because yeah. I've you know I've never been to New Orleans, so let's just go ahead and say it: pecan, pecan. Which one? Pecan. Pecan. See, mm. now I've always said pecan. Yeah, pecan. I've always. Yeah, you got said people it. that say pecan. Okay. Syrup say or syrup. 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 See, yeah. I, I might have some. See, I yeah. don't know. I got to go back to my roots because yeah. <laughs> I've always said it that way too. Yeah. So, like I said, it ain't too much different. Some people say it different. I guess because I'm older now, I'm learning to fix my vocabulary. Well, well. So I guess, I guess, I guess I can help you, but you'll really have to get like a younger guy, like a 17 year old, 18 year old guy. Right, because they know all the. But they're a little bit more ignorant than me. And then, See, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, yeah, yeah. So I grew up a little bit. Say so you've evolved. You you trying to work on your on right, yours? I'm trying to work on mine, but we really don't say the R at all and nothing. Wow, I yeah. love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. You helped me realize that because as, as I'm thinking about what you're saying, it's just not the R. And then there are little things too that I'd have to adjust to when I come visit in September. Now, so I hear a cold drink could also mean a hot drink. Is that true? Yeah, because- So if I go to a restaurant, I say, you, you like I want a Pepsi or I want like a hot drink or something. I just say, I want a cold drink. Well, if you say a cold drink, they're gonna ask you what kind of cold drink. Okay. And then you might say Pepsi. Uh, cold, but a cold drink is really like a cola. Okay. Like whatever okay. cola brand you may be on, but that's a cold drink. That's what we call them out here. Like we don't call them sodas. It's cold drink. Or you don't say pop. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So they, no, I would say pop. Said, no, I'm not from around there. If I said pop, we gonna like, you know, like what you mean a popsicle? <laughs> Like, like that's right. That, that's what they're gonna give you a popsicle. They're gonna give you a popsicle. I want yeah, a pop. Like, oh, right, man. a popsicle or a blow pop. Like, you know, <laughs> we, you know know you <laughs> we ain't know you wanted something to drink. We ain't know you wanted something to drink. Oh my goodness! You just said a cold drink. We gonna ask you what kind of cold drink. Or we go. Or we might say we ain't got no cold drink. We got lemonade. Oh wow! You see what I'm saying? It's a difference. I see. That, yeah, yeah, there's definitely yeah. a difference. Right. <laughs> wow flex i i really just i love um just all that you're doing in your community and you're you're really just i mean you talk about storytelling you have quite a story to tell and I, i'm sure there are people that they, they wonder how could they have you know a career like yours and how can they make an impact what type of advice would you give someone you know, maybe 16, 17 years old, they're they're trying to find their voice as an artist. What type of advice would you give them coming into the industry? Learn. Mm. Learn. Because, yeah. I mean, you got YouTube. I mean, they're good at YouTube. Learn how to be an artist. Learn. Yeah. Go Google YouTube, 10 steps to do this, 10 steps to do that. Somebody going to show you. You know, work hard. Right. hard and most importantly be humble be humble even yes. when you got people telling you you good be humble because mm -hmm. even Jay-Z and Beyonce they still humble themselves 
Yeah. Because they know it was the fans to help them reach to where they at. And if you're on my level, then you really should be humble. Exactly. You know, be honest with you. Yeah, you should be humble. You should be working and smile. Like some people think because you're doing something for somebody, you kissing ass. Now that's called being nice. That's called good business ethics. Mm-hmm. When, you say, when you say you're going to do something, do it. If you can't do it, provide a reason why you didn't do it. You know? And if a person provide a reason why they didn't do it, understand. And work with that person later on because don't get mad. You know, people like to be in their feelings a lot because you can't do something for them. Right. People, got every, people got everyday life too. So, you know, be understanding. That may be the, the blessing that come later on down the line. You know, I'm trying to work with everybody. You know how I many people don't ask me, answer me back when I be in the inbox? But they might answer me back three months later and then we still work because I ain't sure that I was mad or was acting some type of way. Right. Then just you know cut them off and take it personal. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because that's called building resources. Mm-hmm. You know, I love like, that you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's what I think the youngsters really need to understand. Because, like, by me doing rap, I deal with a lot of youngsters and they always in their feelings. You know, they well, think the world me- revolve around them and it don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to jump in it and run with it or get left. Or get left. That's right. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, ain't nothing coming to somebody who's sitting at home talking about what they want. Fate without works is they. You can have mm. fate and be the best artist sitting on your couch. Come on, Flex. You better yeah, tell them. Yeah, you could be the best artist in the world sitting on your couch. Or you could be the worst artist in the world with a million dollar contract. We see those all the time. Right, right. <laughs> you hear me? So it's just like, shit, let's get it. So what I hear you saying, because the first thing that you said was, you know, don't stop learning. You know, you got to learn. Yeah. But then you also have to implement what you're learning. You have to take action because, oh, yeah. like you said, you can't just have faith and talent. <laughs> you got to yeah, put it to work. Yeah. We got to put it to work. You know, you got to know what to do. You know, because that's another thing. You know, people don't want to tell you how to do this and how to do that. You ask me, I'm going to tell you how to do it. Like, I uploaded my song on CD, baby. I got this and got that. You should do it. But oh, people, wow. ain't, people ain't going to tell you that. They're going to hide it. But they won't hear what you got to say. You know, I ain't oh like that. Goodness. I ain't like that. I teach, I learn because if I tell you something, you gonna tell me something that I might have didn't know. Exactly. Not helping, not helping me grow as artist. You know, that's what this show is all about. You know, define your voice, be the voice show. I, I want to be able to help creatives get out of their head and into their passion. And you know, sometimes you gotta. You got to get that feedback from others. You have to learn from others. We we don't have all the answers. <laughs> no. And so no. I learned from you. You learn from me. And this is going to be a co-learning space. Yeah. Yeah. And then somewhere down the line, you're going to find your niche that will work for you. Mm-hmm. But you still, you know, you want to build those resources. You know, you want to build those relationships. You know, you want to make sure you have all those assets, you know. And look, I listened to an interview. It's like Master P. Uh, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin had a show out here in New Orleans. I think it was in the uh, theater. And uh, Master P came backstage and wanted to open up the show. 
Eddie Griffin say rap for him. You know, this is where Eddie Griffin was big. Eddie Griffin let him open up the show. Long story short, Master P got big. Eddie Griffin fell off, I think he said. And then Master P came and got Eddie Griffin to do that movie Foolish. And that was his first $4 million check, I think Eddie Griffin said. Because when it was because when it was nobody's, they helped each other out and didn't even know each other. And later on down the line was able to help each other again. Because they know they kept it real with one another. Right. That's See, those those that's stories love. that's left behind. That's kinda like you know, like that's the keys, that's the blueprints right there. You know, that's exactly. why I said don't stop learning, you know. Yeah, I've heard so many similar stories like that, like even with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. I mean, it's just so many. I, mean, I, I love that. Um, Tyler yeah. Perry is really good with that. I mean, that's that's the beauty in collaboration yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. see, you know, it takes, like, this level we at is the most important level, like the baby level. You know, like your childhood is mm-hmm. when you find all your real friends. Oh, yeah. Right, right. so my beginning of my career, I've only been rapping two years, by the way, but I've been helping my friends in the in the music industry for at least 10 you know helping them supporting them you know promoting their stuff and i started just writing for them and now i'm rapping with them because they pushed me to do this you know what i'm saying so i understand like a lot of relationships that we made a long time ago are helping us now because we ain't burning no bridges right Mm. wow well this has been a very rich show. I mean, you have gave me your perspective on what a real MC is and a lot of the points that you mentioned, I totally agree. I, I appreciate love the, that. Yeah, the art of storytelling and, you know, much love for the tutorial that you gave me. I think I might be ready. <laughs> you know, I, I got a, you know, a little work to do, but at least you say I can get in on the outskirts of Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, yeah. of New Orleans, so yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll be good. They'll be, yeah, they gonna know you're a southern girl. Okay, okay. But look, well, but look, you know. But look, but, but look, if you bring your if you bring your verse out here the way you is, they gonna love it. You, you, you know, you know, the new kid on the block always the most attractive person. So, right. Yeah, Don't gas yeah. me up, Flex, and set no, me I'm up for failure. I'm just saying. You know, you might come out here and find your husband. Or something. Uh, now, well, see, I'm actually already married. So, okay, okay. Well, my bad, my bad. You know, but yeah, I'm married. To, I'm married too, but yeah, you know, like, so the Southern environment is welcoming to people who's not from here. So right. the way you sound, people are going to want to gravitate toward you and say, hey, look, this is a great place to eat. Hey, I, I like what y'all, you know, so like, yeah, like, yeah. So that's the beauty of New Orleans. It's a lot of people that live in New Orleans that's not really from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Like Maryland, that. Oregon. You know, Chicago, uh, Alabama. So it's a mixture of everything. So if you come out here sounding the way you sound, people are gonna love you just because that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, I'm gonna yeah. have to be, uh, you know, I have some auditions coming across my desk all the time and I'm like, uh, I'm not ready. I don't have the accent down. No, but you, you no, know, you give no. me a little hope here. No, no they are gonna love you because the way you sound. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be interesting. You know, like the new kid on the block is always interesting. Yeah. Oh, I love it! I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely want you to share with the listeners how we can find you and connect with you on social media and just kind of stay in the know on what you're working on. 
Okay, well, uh, the easiest way to find me, you, you can Google this. You can put it in the uh, hashtag NHPH. You can put that in YouTube. You can put that in iTunes. You can put it in iHeart. All my music going to pop up. SoundCloud. Hashtag NHPH. Awesome. Wow. Well, um, I... Instagram, um, Flex the Great. Flex the Great. Okay. Yep. D-A. Great one. Yeah. Flex the Great one. Yeah. And I appreciate you today. I appreciate you today. Yes. Yes. It's been fun. It's been fun. And I hope you can come back. Hey, um, like when you come out, <laughs> I'm going to take it to the stove. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to yeah, go yeah. to you the take stove. Take it to the store. You're to get some crawfish. You know. You know. So yeah, yes. really good. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, you take care. Okay. Until next time. All right. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And remember, you are the voice.